Coming up on today's episode of the Matt Downey Podcast, we have our first ever video podcast. Yes, you heard that correctly. Our first ever video podcast. Make sure you head over to our YouTube channel. Subscribe to the podcast. Um, there's some videos up there. You know, we've experimented a tad. Uh, never really promoted the stuff on YouTube. But there's some stuff up there. But this podcast will be in every podcast from here on out will be on YouTube. Uh, so make sure you head over to the YouTube channel. Subscribe if you like to watch podcast um that option is now available to you so there you go but on today's episode we will be discussing the historic career of the one and only julian edelman um hence the title foxborough forever shout out to the j11 guys um they were kind enough to send me um jules latest um product launch foxborough forever t-shirt so make sure you guys head over there Check out the Foxborough Forever Collection. Get yourself a t-shirt. Use code TMD20 at checkout for 20% off your purchase. Uh, Then to wrap up the episode, we talk about the Celtics and the recent tear that the Red Sox have been on. So make sure to do that. Um, This episode is brought to you by TheGreatVimeMedia.com. This episode is also brought to you by The Perfect Gene. All right, let's do it. What is going on, guys? Welcome back to another episode of Matt Donahue Podcast. And the first episode to ever be put on YouTube uh, virtually of a video of me. Um, just a heads up, it is raining outside right now. Uh, so for the video people, if that uh, if you can hear the rain in the audio, uh, I'm sorry. I didn't know how to hook up the microphone to the video. We're just not there yet. Um, I'm a pretty tech-savvy guy, but, you know, I'm just... I did this on the fly because, um, well... I guess we, I'm wearing the shirt, um, head over to j11.com, um, Julian Edelman, obviously retired, we're gonna get into that, uh, today, pretty much gonna be covering most of that, uh, this episode, as you can see by the, the episode title here, but, um, this is the shirt, uh, gotta love it, um, I'm gonna go more in depth about it, uh, in a few minutes, but that, you know, I just figured, if we're gonna be talking about the shirt, I'm gonna be promoting the shirt, I'm gonna be talking about jewels, all this stuff, you know, there's gonna be emotion in this episode, let's get it on camera, let's, and let's, let's just finally put a face to, um, to the voice behind TMD Podcast, and I've been doing this now for two years, so unless you, so there's people out there that probably don't, don't even know what I look like, um, which is crazy to me because we got listeners from all over the country, which love all you guys. Um, but this is what I look like. So I don't even know. Here's the thing. I'm so bad at the video thing. Like I don't know if I should be looking at the screen that's recording me or the camera. I feel like I should be looking at the camera. So it's like more of like a human connection here, but it's just hard not to like look at yourself as you talk. I don't know. Um, if you listen to this just on a podcast, you're like, what the hell is this guy rambling on about? Um, but Hey, we do that every single episode here. Um, but yeah, we got a lot going on. Uh, I know it's been a few weeks now, um, like nine days since the last episode, uh, had some stuff come up in the personal life. Um, you know, I had to put the podcast aside for a few days. Um, that's life happens. Um, sorry. I didn't, I didn't want to like announce on social media. It was just, some things were going on. Um, let's just, we'll leave it at that. Um, but we're back. We got a shit ton of stuff to talk about. So we're just going to get right into it. Um, we're starting off, obviously, with the biggest news for this podcast, um, the retirement of Julian Edelman, um, a crazy, well, no, not crazy, uh, 
I was honestly expecting Jules to probably retire within the next two years. Uh, you know, I, I know he struggled last year um, injury-wise. You know, he just, the knee, he had a knee problem. He couldn't really stay healthy. It happens. I understand it. Um, you know, it's heartbreaking, obviously, because, you know, we um, this is a Julian Edmond podcast. Uh, we're sponsored by J11. We, we've been, we work with them for over a year now. Uh, love their stuff. Obviously, we're in the shirt right now. So, you know, it, it stinks. Um, I know when I first saw the news, I was like, I was like, damn. I'm not going to say what I actually said. I was like, God damn it. Um, because the initial news was actually that the Patriots cut him. So, at that point, I was like, damn. I was like, damn, Belichick did him dirty. But, honestly, like, I wouldn't have been surprised because that's, that's what Belichick does. So, you know, he's known for that. Um was I a little upset initially at that tweet that was like the Patriots have cut Julian Edelman due to a failed physical? Yeah, I was. I'll admit that. I was a little upset. Uh, I was like, dude, like, Jules loves the Pats. He wanted to retire a Patriot. Uh, but then the uh, the Adam Scheffner tweet came out, and it was something like Julian Edelman has a uh, – what was the tweet? I'm trying, I'm trying to remember exactly no, something along the lines of, like, he's planning, he's announcing his retirement or something like that. And, you know, the Patriots cutting him ended up, like, benefiting Jules because Jules can do something with the NFL where he can get, like, a $2 million bonus because he was cut because of a physical thing. So, all in all, it ended up working out better for Julian. Um, he retired a Patriot. Uh, it's just how it, went, how it went down. You know, he spent his entire career as a Patriot. So, congratulations to Julian Edelman uh, on... An amazing career. Um, the the video though, I mean, damn, Jules, you put it, you put Pat's Nation uh, in their feels. That was a, that was a emotional video. I think it's different because I'm trying to think of the last guy to like retire a Patriot. You know, spent his entire career like Teddy Bruschi. I think that was like the last guy. It was like Teddy Bruschi, like came in a patriot left the patriot i think i think that that was the last guy so i i, I could be wrong um they're, they're probably i probably am wrong but that's the last guy with that kind of like lovability i guess you know or like that that kind of connection with uh patriots nation um to that extent so that is it was tough you know um jules is obviously He's Jules, you know. What I mean, he he was he's the epitome of a patriot, you know. What I mean, like he is someone that Pats Nation could always resonate with. Uh, you know, the work ethic, the doing everything. I mean, the guy who played every single side of the football. He played special teams, he played defense, he played offense. <laughs> he's got a touchdown in all three phases of the game. That's absurd. He might be the only guy uh, in NFL history to do that, or if so, he's on a short list of guys who have who have ever done that. Um, he really was, he was just like a, a Swiss army knife. He could do it all. You know, he, he just had a million tools and he was, he was lethal at every facet of the game. Uh, it does suck because Julian, you know, that Seahawks game this year, um, that was a, such a crazy game. And I was like, dude, Jules is a, he's a fucking animal. Um, and but, you know, when he never came back to us this season, I kind of got the feeling that I was like, you know, I don't see, like, he's 35. I can see him not, like, not coming back. So, 
it's not as hard, you know, because I was kind of preparing for it within, like, the next year here. At some point, you know, I figured he was probably just going to, like, play out another year on his contract and then retire. That That's what I had thought in my mind. Sorry, burping. Uh, excuse me, I should say. Um, that's what I had played out in my mind would happen. And, uh, obviously, um, as we all know, it didn't happen like that. But, um, regardless, um, it was, it's, it's a mixed, mixed feelings, actually. I'm going to say, I keep saying it was sad. It wasn't really like that sad because, you know, you're, you're happy for Jules. You know what I mean? Like he obviously was going through a ton of pain. Um, that was clearly, you could see that last season he never returned and it's just, yeah, you know, it's like a mixture of feelings. Cause like, you know, at the end of like on one hand, you're really like, damn, he's gone. And then on the other hand, you're like, uh, well it's time, you know, he's 35, he's turning 36, you know, it's, it's time. So I'm happy for Jules. Um, I'm happy that he can retire. He can do the stuff he wants to now. Um, I know J11 is going to be... J11 was, like, here. J11 is going to be, like, here now. You know what I mean? Like, there's... He's going to be everywhere. And I'm excited for it. I'm excited to keep working with him. Um, But I do want to give, like, a plug for this shirt because they got this thing out quick. Jules retired, what, on Monday? Sunday? No, Monday. He retired on Monday. Um, It's Wednesday right now. The people at J11, my boy Josh, Billy, those guys, um, they got this thing out freaking quick. And honestly, it's slick. It's a slick look. It's nice. It's nice. Um, they sent me two. Um, so I was thinking about doing a giveaway with this. Um, not really sure. Uh, but yeah, it's slick. And obviously, you know, it goes with the perfect jeans. You know, I mean, like, what are we rocking? Like, this is a. This is a TMD fit right now. We got we got both companies. We got the Perfect Gene and we got J11. Um, damn. Video, you know? This is crazy. Again, all the people on listening to this in their car and like, what is this guy talking about? Go check out the YouTube channel. You'll understand. Go to 10, minute, 10 and a half minutes in and you'll understand what I'm talking about. Um, but no, uh, J11, you know what I mean? Go get, go get the shirt. It's, it's. This is something that will resonate if you're just a Pats fan. You know what I mean? Like, even beyond Julian. You know what I mean? 10 years, this is still going to be a relevant shirt. If you're a lifelong, diehard Patriots fan, this shirt is going to be relevant forever. Um, so, yeah. this is I, I'm excited for this. Um, I'm excited to see what Jules is going to do next. Uh, I know that there's a ton of speculation that he's probably... That, like, he's taking a year off. He's doing the Gronk. He's going to Tampa Bay. I don't see that one happening. Um, I I feel like Gronk's. I feel like when Gronk retired, it was a lot different than when Jules retired. You know what I mean? Like Jules was, Jules's retirement was like it it hits you in the heart. Gronk's was just in a simple Instagram post, if I remember. Like that's all it was. So like it didn't really like get like. You know? Oh man, we gotta turn that off. It you know it didn't really um. Like, hit me in the heart the way that uh, Jules did. You know what I mean? Jules put out, like, a six, five-minute video. You know what I mean? I can't... I just... I I, I will not believe otherwise that Julian Edelman doesn't just want to be the Patriots entire life. Like, I don't see him coming back. And honestly, 
from uh from what I have seen and heard, uh I I don't think Jules is gonna come back. Um that that's just my take on it. I really don't think he's gonna come back for the simple fact that his knee is like banged up. Like it is messed up badly. You know, it is um he's got you know, the reports were that like if he were to come back it would have only been for like six games at most. Because that's how bad the knee is. Like he's he has like a, a knee problem that like you just can't fix. Like surgery doesn't do it. Like there's nothing and obviously I don't know this. I haven't talked to Julian. I don't I don't really know. But this is like from everything I've seen, he's he's just like it's not it's not gonna happen. So I can't imagine ta- like taking a year off is really gonna do that much of a difference. Uh I'm no doctor though, so like maybe, but I, don't, I just don't see it happen. I, I really do believe in the bottom of my heart that Julian wanted to be uh, a Patriot his entire career. He was. Uh, I really believe that he wanted to also play this year, and he just couldn't because his knee was so bad. So, um, you know, it sucks. But what really sucks, and I want to like kind of shift gears here from talking just about uh, – just talking about Jules retire, actually retiring, you know the initial feelings and all that. We gotta talk about this 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 thing that happens with guys that retire now. Uh, the immediate jump to like Jules retired at three o'clock, let's say by three o six maybe like we give five minutes to Jules like the news is broken all this stuff by 306 here there's reports coming out he's he he is he a hall of famer like from blue check marks you know I wrote this in the blog post uh like give it like give the guy like an hour to like retire and like think back on his career and not just be judged like immediately is he a hall of famer but the problem is that's the type of world we live in. That's where we live. Um, that's the society we live in. And, you know, it sucks because I just don't think it's right. You know, like, I really don't think it's right to just have, be able to judge immediately. You know what I mean? And, and I feel like Jules was different uh, because I think, you know, ever since he had that Super Bowl MVP um, game... There, this has always been in the like talked about since, you know, like it when he became like the the second leading receiver all time uh, behind uh, Jerry Rice. There, this conversation started to like creep up, and people started talking about it, and it was always just like background noise. Um, but it was like the second he retired, like the, like less than a second, you know what I mean, like. It's already being talked about. Like we can't give the guy like a like a day, like a week, a month, like a year to talk. Like he's not even eligible for the Hall of Fame for another five years. You know what I mean? And we're talking about it less than like five minutes after he retired. That's just that irked me. You know that irked me. Um, and I think it was just because of all like the neg, not like not the negativity, and definitely not from Pat's Nation because I think. I think a lot of this goes into the fact of how people feel about the Patriots that are making uh, this, like, decision to, like, jump on 
jewels and his career and all that, um, which sucks because, you know, majority of the world hates Patriots Nation. If you listen to this and you're not a Pat, uh, Pats fan, that's the fact. Um, and here's my take on it. Um, I'm not going to declare that I'm like a Hall of Fame guy, that I know anything about the Hall of Fame, that I know the requirements to get in, that I know all this because I don't. I, and I really don't. And honest to God, I, before Jules retired, um, I had no idea the people that were in the Hall of Fame. Like, I mean, I knew like the, the legends of the game were in the Hall of Fame, but I didn't know that like so-and-so was in the Hall of Fame. I didn't know so-and-so wasn't in the Hall of Fame. Like Guys like that, so when, when you start seeing names like Reggie Wayne appear and um, other guys like Heinz Ward, you know what I mean? Like Guys like that appearing on Twitter like not in the Hall of Fame, it's like... In my mind, I would have thought that those guys were in the Hall of Fame, but I, uh, apparently they're not. So, um, but but an interesting narrative that came up was: Is Julian? Can you tell the game of football without Julian? Um, no, you can't. You cannot talk about the last five years in the NFL without mentioning Julian Edelman's name. Arguably the last 10 years without mentioning Julian Edelman's name multiple times. Um, it's it's interesting because this same debate goes for Eli Manning. Um, yeah, I know Pat's Nation's ever like, everyone hears Eli, Eli Manning's name and they're like, oh, Jesus, like, God. Um, but this it's, it's the same situation where it's like, is Eli Manning a Hall of Fame quarterback? He won two Super Bowls, but what, like, are his numbers Hall of Fame worthy? That's like, I don't know, you know. Um, and I think that that's the same situation for Jules because you can't tell the game of football without mentioning Eli Manning's name. You can't talk about Tom Brady's career and not mention Eli Manning's name. You know what I mean? So, um, I think that that's a it's 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 interesting. Because, again, I'm not going to sit here and claim I know what it takes to get into the Hall of Fame and what it doesn't. Um, I don't. So instead of playing that game, I'm just going to play the game that I do know. I do know that you can't mention the, any of the last, like, ten Super Bowls without mentioning Julian Edelman's name multiple times. Um, meaning, last ten years of football, you can't not mention the name of Julian Edelman. Same as you can not mention the name of Tom Brady. Same as you can't not mention the name of Rob Gronkowski. Now, what people are discrediting Jules for is his numbers. So, well, I'll read the stats first before I get into this. So, Julian's career stats are 137 games total played. Uh, these are his regular season stats. 620 receptions, 6,822 yards, and 36 total touchdowns. His postseason numbers are in 19 games, he had 118 receptions, second most all time, um, 1,442 yards, second most all time, and five touchdowns. This is the problem with the NFL, is I hate, and I'll never understand this, I hate the simple fact that there is a regular season number, and then there's a postseason number, but it's not combined. I hate that about the NFL. I think that is, it doesn't make sense at all. Because when you say career, 
You're talking about the games he played his entire career. You're not talking about his regular season. You're talking about his entire career, which includes the postseason. Um, and I think the NFL is like broken in the sense that they don't count both together. You know what I mean? Like you almost shame winning when when you do that um, because essentially. That's what you're doing. You're only counting the the equal part. The the tro like it's the same. It's the same idea as like a, like trophies nowadays. When they give out trophies nowadays, it's like oh everyone gets a participation trophy, so everyone's measured on an equal scale. Okay, but we're talking about the Hall of Fame. We're talking about guys' entire career here. You you can't measure them on the same platform as everybody else. That's what sports is. The great ones play more games. That's what happens. That's what happens in all of sports. It's the same thing when the whole like the whole Brady um, Drew Brees like touchdown race thing like all time touchdowns. In reality, Tom Brady has like forty more touchdowns than Drew Brees because Tom Brady has played in that x many more games than Drew Brees in the playoffs. You know what I mean? He has like forty to sixty career total touchdowns. Like the amount of touchdowns that Tom Brady has thrown in the NFL is like sixty. Maybe even like 80 now more than Drew Brees. But the career touchdown record, it excludes the postseason. So it's like, that's like saying, and there's a tweet about this. Um, it's on our my Instagram, uh, TMD's Instagram. That's like saying Kareem Abdul-Jabbar take away all of his postseason points. Is he still the all-time leading scorer? You know, in the NBA, like you, they, you would never do that because he scored that many points in his career. So Julian Edmonds' stats for his career are extremely Hall of Fame worthy, by any means, um, one hundred percent Hall of Fame worthy. And what also is working against Julian Edmonds here, because that is our original, um, the original point here, and I just went off on a tangent on why I hate the NFL and their stupid rule changes. But they're not even, like, the numbers that they do care about are, like, the less important numbers. Again, like, what's more important, a postseason or a regular season? Like, what do you play the game of football for? You play it to get into the, to win the Super Bowl. So you play the regular season to get into the postseason. This is simple sports. Julian is, Edelman is the second best wide receiver in the postseason. And the NFL just, like, doesn't really care about that. Which is, I don't know. Again, I'm not an NFL expert. I'm not going to claim I'm an NFL expert because I'm not. But there's some things here that, like, they're all over the place. You know what I mean? They, they don't make sense. So that's what I'm going to leave it at. Uh, I'm not going to get into the whole Hall of Fame discussion. I don't think it makes sense at all. Um, I believe Reggie Wayne should 100% be in the Hall of Fame. Go look at his numbers. It doesn't make sense why he's not. Same with Heinz Ward. Um, and then I also believe that the second best postseason wide receiver should 100% be in the Hall of Fame. Um, I don't decide who gets into Canton. I'll leave it at that. Um, but Julian Edelman, maybe he's not a first ballot Hall of Famer. Maybe he's not. But you can't tell the story of football. You can't tell the last 10 years of football without mentioning Julian Edelman's career. You can't do it. 
can't talk about the Super Bowls without mentioning one, him being a Super Bowl MVP, and two, one, probably the hardest catch ever made in the Super Bowl with his catch that he made. Um, maybe not the most impressive because I know everyone who hates the Patriots like, oh, David Tyree catch, you know. I think Julian Edelman's catch was a lot harder. Um, but whatever, that's that's not the debate. All I'm saying is you can't talk about Julian Edelman's career and not talk about um, – or no, you can't talk about football and not talk about Julian Edelman. That's – and, and that was a debate that that I was listening to on a few different on a few different podcasts, and it was the same thing. It was like, can you talk about Edelman and not talk about? I mean, can you talk about football and not talk about his career? No, like you can't. How do you mention Super Bowl Fifty Three and not mention Julian Edelman's name? You know what I mean, how do you mention the Super Bowl or the Falcons Super Bowl and not talk about Julian Edelman? How can you talk about the Seahawks game and not talk about Edelman? You know what I mean? Like you can't. How can you mention? the greatest dynasty in all sports with the New England Patriots and not talk about Julian Edelman. You can't. So, I don't know. Um, where does Jules fall in the in the dynasty? He's on the higher end. You know what I mean? Like, he, he's not... All right, clearly he's not Belichick. He's not Brady. He's not Gronk. So, fourth? Fourth in command in the, in the greatest dynasty? Fifth, maybe, if you want to throw Robert Kraft... Up there too, but we're talking about players, and you know, like I don't know. It's just a bunch of malarkey. I'm gonna leave it at that. Um, it's a bunch of malarkey uh, and bullshit that Julian Edelman. There's so much debate. One that there's so much debate right now. The guy has been retired for less than a day. Um, all right, obviously not. It's Wednesday now, but you you understand what I'm saying. He's been retired for whatever. I'm going off. I'm getting myself pissed. This is <laughs> all right. We gotta take a step back. Wow, I just like went down a rabbit hole there. I said I wasn't even going to get into this whole Hall of Fame thing, and I just dove right into it and gave my opinion and my take on it. Okay, we're moving on. Go get the Foxborough Forever shirt. Um, like I said, right here. Let me give you a good, like, get the mic out of the way right there. Look at that, boom. Um, it's going to be on Instagram. Um, go to my store right now. You can check out on Instagram through um, J11. It's, you can easy, simple, go do it. Uh, the shirt is fire. While you're at it, go get yourself a pair of perfect jeans because obviously this combination is fuego. Um, damn, that mustache is coming in thick. Yeah, so I guess before we dive into the Celtics here, um, since this is the first videoed podcast I've ever done, uh, I just want to come out and say it right now. Usually I don't like support like and rock the mustache, um, but this thing is coming through thick. It's like a little... God, these stupid alarm things. Um, that thing is coming through like a. I mean, this is a thick. It's like thick in it. You know, it's coming through like a uh, like a little blonde caterpillar. Yeah, probably won't be here next episode, honestly. Um, but oh, actually, before we jump into the the Celtics here, Patriots draft situation. Um, honestly, I have no idea what the hell is going on. <laughs> I'm not even going to like pretend that I know what's going on because I have no idea. Uh, I've heard they're going to go after Waddle. I've heard they're going to go after Fields. There's just so many different reports. I don't even think Bill knows what he's going to do at this point. So it's just like, just wait, you know. Wait and see. That That's all I got on the Patriots draft um, situation because, honestly, I, I don't know what's going on. Um, okay. 
let's move on to the Celtics. The Celtics are actually currently in a game right now, and um, through so these these things that are coming in are like notifications on my phone, their text messages, and all that. Um, the, my brother's group chat going off at eleven thirty on a Thursday night. Go to bed, all these guys. Uh, they're just ruining the podcast. So shout out to the Donnie brothers uh, for all that dinging. You guys can uh, message them. Um, the Celtics game, though, right now, I guess I'm going to have to look up here because I don't honestly know. Celtics, they are currently up by 13 on the Lakers in the third quarter with 10 minutes left. Uh, we'll keep track on that. But since the All-Star break, the Celtics are 8-3. and three. Um, There was a little scare when uh, since, last, since we last talked about it, I think. Trying to remember the last thing I said about it. I feel like the last time we talked about the Celtics was when we did um we talked about that trade. I think that that's really the last time we talked about them. Um, God, okay. I just gotta go on now that we have like now that we're on video here. There's so many more things we can do with the whole video thing. Um, Poland Springs. I'm not a fan of sparkling water. And I bought a six-pack of these things, and they are just nasty. Ugh, hate it. But they're the only source of uh, thing, like, liquid here that I got can uh, keep my mouth hydrated here as I ramble on. All right, where are we? Back to the Celtics. They've been on a tear. Um, you know... I think I'm at peace, though, with the Celtics. Uh, I really am. I don't think that... You know, I'm like... Oh, now I'm remembering the last thing I said about the Celtics. I'm just hoping for an entertaining season from here on out. You know what I mean? Like I, I've come to the conclusion that the Celtics will not win the NBA championship. That's just where I'm at with it. I don't think that they are... I don't think that they have the talent to do it. And I don't think they're just a good enough team. team. You know what I mean? Like... that. The best team in the NBA right now is the Brooklyn Nets. And there's no denying that. They're in the same conference as the Nets. I don't see it happening. Like, I just, I don't see, I don't see this this the, this Celtics team beating them. So, and honestly, the addition of Evan Fournier doesn't make me feel any comfortable in saying, yeah, we're closer to beating the Nets. Um, no offense. Because there was a game I was watching where Evan Fournier went absolutely off uh, and I forget, I, I think it was, I think it was the game right after I released that, that podcast, my last podcast where I talked about the Celtics. It was like the game right after Evan Fournier just like went off, had like 10 threes or something like that. Uh, it was insane. I think it was eight threes, but yeah, it was insane. Um, don't get me wrong. The guy's a great shooter. Great, great shooter. I don't know. I just, I'm right now I've been watching the Celtics. I uh, haven't really been tweeting about him as much like during the game. Just more been watching because uh, I feel like when I tweet, I get like really into it, um, which is not what I what I need. Uh, but yeah, you know, I just I don't think this team is built enough to win games. Um, I I feel like they're good enough to be competitive, um, but I, I don't I don't know. I I there there needs to be a lot more to come together for this team to really win. Um, yeah, that's where I'm at with them. You know, uh, that's what kind of where I've been at with them here, and it's been great to see them kind of turn things around. It's been great to see them, you know, kind of 
uh, you know, get on a little run, you know, get things going. It's been good to see that, but I don't know. You know, they're just, I don't see it. I, I, I don't see it. Um, that, that team is just freaking scary. Kevin Durant, James Harden, and Kyrie Irving, and then you could take three kids from your local CYO team, fifth graders, and put them with those guys, and they'd probably still win a championship against any other NBA team. Uh, they're that good, and it's going to be hard to stop them. And, you know, I think the Celtics are going to need to play perfect. I don't know why I'm holding this. I think the Celtics are going to need to play perfect, perfect basketball to uh, compete with that team. But... They are beating the Lakers right now. The Lakers are without Anthony Davis or LeBron James. However, um, that you know we're not going to get into that. Um, another win against um, a team tonight would be great. I got to knock on wood. Um, yeah, you know I hope I hope that they can get the win tonight. Um, I I don't want to keep checking because I haven't really been checking and they're winning. Uh, when I got that notification, when I was going off about Julian Edelman earlier that they were up by like. 60 to like 47 i was like oh shit i was like don't mention anything i was like maybe i shouldn't even talk about the subjects but gotta do it this is a boston sports podcast uh we do that we talk about it here um an interesting story that broke yesterday when this releases so uh wednesday that i i touched upon on the website uh if you saw it um i appreciate that if you haven't yet isaiah thomas it the little guy is reportedly um, has interest from three NBA teams, um, one of whom is the Boston Celtics, and one of the... My blog was pretty much just about do the Celtics sign Isaiah Thomas? Um, Or should they? Not do they. Should they sign Isaiah Thomas? And... I pretty much end up saying yes. Um, I don't see how it hurts at all, this team. They're already extremely guard-heavy. Um, and quite frankly, been kind of lackluster at the point guard spot, specifically most of the year. I just don't see how it hurts um, anybody to try and bring IT along. You know what I mean? IT's a proven guy uh, within the Celtics system. He's one of the only guys that's really thrived. Uh, that's not a, like a star, you know what I mean? Uh, and Brad Stevens' systems, uh, system, Isaiah Thomas was, you can make the argument, the guy to thrive the most in um, Stevens' system. And I think all around, I think I you bring my IT back, it's just kind of jumping, piggybacking on what I was saying earlier. Like, I don't think that this team is really, and I'm not saying throw the towel in, um, and just mail in the season because I really don't think that that we should be doing that either. But what I am saying is that I don't think it hurts anybody to go and get Isaiah Thomas. I really don't. I think he's he could provide value off the bench. I think fans would love it. Uh, well, uh, and I think he would. I think it would help him out a lot. Um, I watched that America tournament. I watched the highlights. Him and Joe Johnson, they were carving up dudes. Now I get it. They're not, it's not the NBA, all that nonsense. But he was carving up dudes uh, when he was when he was playing in that in that tournament. And he still looked like he still had it. You know what I mean? Uh, he looked a lot healthier. He looked 
He looked like IT. He was draining shots, and he was just being IT, which, you know, I got to love that. So I'm happy that, you know, he, he got a chance with the Pelicans. I think the Pelicans are kind of dumb for not, like, keeping him. I I don't understand why Joe Johnson, why guys like that are not on teams. I get that they're old, but, like, you got, like, they got dudes on that team, like, teams, you know what I mean, like the Pelicans, that will never see, the, like, the light of day. And then you play, like, Isaiah Thomas, like, 16 minutes for, like, six straight games. And he does, like, de- like okay, I'm not even going to say decent, because, like, he struggled, I'll admit that. But, like, you have, like, proven all-stars on your team, and you're just, like, not keeping them. Like, I don't understand that. Like, Isaiah Thomas was fifth. Like, are we, like... Three years ago, Isaiah Thomas was fifth in MVP voting. I don't understand that. Like, if you if you're like a fringe worthy playoff team here, uh, like why would you not sign Isaiah Thomas? I don't understand that. Guy come off the bench, hit some threes, uh, provide value, spark plug. And I like why not? You know what I mean? What risk do you have versus the twelfth man on your team that could be in the G League? Um, you know what I mean? Like. I don't understand it. So that's gonna that's a mystery to me. Um, I think the Celtics should 100% go after it. I don't see any negative really to it at all. Uh, and if the negatives that are there, I think that they outweigh the positives. Um, I think it would provide more value than some of the guys that the Celtics have on their roster. Um, and and that's just like the simple fact. You know what I mean? Like, and we're not saying you have to throw a shit ton of money and bring out the um, the the what are they the Brink trucks what are they yeah those bank those giant bank trucks I don't even know what they are um for it you know that he claimed he was gonna get when uh, he was with the Celtics you don't have to do that this time uh, you could probably offer him pretty low money and he'll probably come back and play for the because he just wants to play so I'm all for it. I'm on the it bandwagon go get it back I'd love it and I'm not just saying that because I bought an it jersey in 2017 uh, when I graduated from prep school. Wore it for a week, and then I say Thomas got let go from the freaking team. I've never been able to wear it. Uh, that's not what I'm saying. Um, kind of is. But I'm all up for Isaiah Thomas coming back. Um, I think, I think, like I said, the positives outweigh the negatives there. So, um, hmm. yeah, we're getting a lot of comments on that actual post right now. That's so crazy. Um, this is a weird episode right now. The video's really throwing me off. This is not like, we're just, this is like old, fa- this is like old fashioned TMD podcast. Back when me and Murphy used to do it, like no breaks, no nothing, full throttle ahead. Like we're done, with, we're done, tribute to Julian Edelman. Um, and then we're quickly going through the Celtics and we're quickly going through the Red Sox here because I have to talk about the Red Sox. And I don't want to jinx them because I haven't like been talking to the Red Sox at all. And I really don't want to jinx them, but we got to do it like very, very quickly here because they are on an absolute freaking tear, and no one saw this. Um, at least no one that I know of saw this. And I'm not even going to claim that I saw this coming because I really didn't. I thought the Red the Red Sox were going to be in dirty water, the in, like dirty, dirty water the entire year. Like I'm talking like sewage water the entire year. Um, and they are booming right now. Um, J.D. Martinez is on is on a different planet right now. The dude is playing out of his mind. Um, the whole team is, honestly. Uh, 
again, I don't want to say much about this because I don't want to jinx it. I don't want to like tomorrow the them go on like a nine game losing streak. I don't. I really don't want to do that, and I don't really want to like keep harping on how good they've been. But I mean, nine in a row. They they like come on again. They're like unstoppable. Um, I don't. I don't really know. That's that's like. I feel like I'm gonna jinx them. I feel like I'm gonna jinx them right now. Uh, I feel like they like, yeah. I feel like I jinxed them. That's where I'm at. I feel like I really just jinxed the, uh, the Red Sox here. I hope they start. They don't start losing. Um, if they start, if they keep winning, and I and I talked about them, we will for sh- I will for sure be covering them more in depth. But I mean, if they start losing, I might have to stop uh, stop covering because, you know, when you know it's been a week and they won nine games since. In between when I did the last podcast and now, and haven't said much, just been following on social media, liking, retweeting, liking the pictures on Instagram, stuff like that, keeping up with it, but haven't put my own take out there. And that was a big thing. That's always been a big thing. Um, superstitions are a thing. I totally believe in them. And I could have just flipped the switch on the Red Sox. And if I do, I take full responsibility. And if you guys listen to this and want to call me out on it, feel free. Because that's on me. If they start to lose, that's on me. So, that's what I got on the Red Sox. Look at that. We're done. 40 minutes. No, we're not done here. I really I really got to harp on this, though. Because, Jules, I appreciate it. Um, to wrap up episode 70, um, Foxborough Forever here. Uh, that's that's the title of this. Sorry. Already, already decided that's the title. Um... I do want to give a shout out to uh, the J11 guys because, um, and this is so out of context and out of place, like not in the right spot, but it's a good way to wrap up the show. Um, 70 episodes in, and I don't know, we've been working with the, been working with J11 now for 30 plus episodes. Um, and again, you know, those guys are just great. Um, really owe a lot to them. Uh, you know, they helped, they helped us grow. A ton. Um, when we were, when we were real small, um, we reached out to them, and they they were the only company to get back to us. Um, I don't know if I've ever told this story, um, but I emailed like 10, 15 different companies uh, just looking because at the time we were doing the anchor reads, uh, we were doing weird like ad reads like for like the Black Tux and stuff like that. If you've been around since the Black Tux days, the Black Tux days, shout out to you, my boy ZP. Um, but they got back to us, and TB12 got back to us. Um, and this is this was interesting here, the same year, like the same time frame, uh, and then the we were in talks with TB12, and then we were in talks with J11. Um, J11 happened quick though. Those guys. That was pretty much set in stone. Um, but the TB12 guys, this is a funny story to end on, too. That's that's why I'm kind of telling this. They responded for, like, two or three emails. And then once the Patriots lost, there was never a response. Should have taken that as a sign because Brady left, like, three months later. And you know what? Not saying that Jules threw any shade at uh, TB12 because I, I believe... Jules loves it. Um, this shirt, I take it as a little dig at Brady. Is like, Jules did it. Fox Pro forever. He stayed. Brady didn't do that. Just saying. Uh, Jules did. 
love that. So, in all reality, though, I do love this shirt. I, uh, I think it's fucking sick. Um, I got it. Like, it got shit to me immediately. So, I was talking to Josh earlier today. Uh, Josh is the guy I talked to from J11. And uh, I was talking to him. And he was like, you get the shirts yet? They should be coming in, like, today. I had no idea. I responded to Josh with the email, like, yesterday morning. Or, like, late, late Monday night. Uh, because I, did, I just, like, didn't see his response. And I was like, yeah, just send, like, whatever you can. Just larges. This got to be, like, in, like, less than a day. I don't know what kind of shipping they did, but, like, shout out to those guys. Damn. So, go go get your J11 shirts. I'm telling you, Pats Nation, Patriots are back this year. You know what I mean? We, we lost a huge soldier with this shirt. But it doesn't matter because this shirt is forever. Literally. Forever. Foxborough forever. This shirt will last forever. You can wear this whenever, and it will always be relevant. Uh, and it will always remind you about... The future Hall of Famer, Julian Edelman. And with that being said, we're going to wrap up episode 70. Can't believe it's been 70 episodes. 70 episodes. First episode of the video podcast. Um, This was fun. Yeah, i got to get used to this because we're going to be doing this from here on out every single time. Uh, make sure you go to the YouTube channel. Subscribe. Uh, make sure you subscribe on there. Wherever you're listening on podcasts, um, it helps. I don't know how it helps on podcasts, but like you do the, you subscribe, unsubscribe, resubscribe. That whole nonsense, you can, like, jerry-rig the system there. Um, I, I, Whatever. And make sure to go follow me on social media, um, TMD, whatever. Uh, TMD Podcast on all social media, even TikTok. Um, I'll admit it. I've thrown some TikToks out there. I've actually done pretty decent. Um, TikTok world loves Bill Belichick. I'll leave it at that. They love Bill Belichick. Um, so head over to the TikTok page, and make sure you head over to Grapevine Media. Um Got some a big announcement coming, but if you head over to Grapevine Media, um, you'll understand, you'll you'll know pretty quickly what the announcement is. So, um, with that, I will see you guys next week. We are back. Uh, to just right now, we're we're gonna t- dial it down to one podcast a week, just because I got a lot of stuff going on. Uh, school, I'll be down here in a few few weeks, and then um, just like I said, I have some personal stuff uh going on. So, we're gonna dial it back to one episode a week, but. Missed you guys. Glad I'm coming back. Um, glad we got a video here going on. We're going to sort this whole nonsense. That was weird. It's like, uh, we're going to sort this whole nonsense out later. Um, this this will not be the podcast studio. But go get the shirt. And um, I will see you guys next week. All right.